Hello and welcome to DMN's one-on-one podcast. I'm your host, Marjorie Remind Sanabria, and I'm here today with Derek Forbes, founder and CEO of Stardust, who has found a creative and unusual way for fans to congregate and share about their favorite movies and TV shows. Derek, thanks so much for joining me this afternoon. Hi, Marjorie. Thanks for having me here. Okay, great. So let's just dive right in and and talk about, um, you know, there's always a million startups and everyone has a great idea, but when doing research for this podcast, we talked about uh, Game of Thrones and how that really inspired you to start this company. So why don't you tell me a little bit more about that? Sure. Yeah, so there were two kind of two angles for how I came to starting this. Um, one of them was kind of from a business perspective. I've been working in the entertainment industry and entertainment tech for a while, and, and I heard from a lot of marketing executives at film studios and TV studios about the challenge of marketing a new title to a new audience. Because, you know, if you come up with a new movie, um, you have to find out who those people are. They're going to be interested in it and build that from scratch. And so the idea was really about having a place where people could discuss their love of different movies and shows and, and kind of indicate which things they're interested in, but also use that as a means for new titles to be connected with audiences of people who are likely to be interested in a, in a more efficient way to help support that marketing process. So that was kind of the business side. And then, yeah, from a personal side, I was super into Game of Thrones and I loved talking about every episode with anyone who would listen and didn't think that there was really a good place out there to do that. And so kind of the convergence of those two things was what led to the creation of Stardust. That's very interesting. So when you wanted to talk about Game of Thrones, is it it's a video? You you live stream and like, oh my God, did you see what Daenerys did with the dragons? Like, or was it just like kind of spitting it out in written form on social media? Yeah, so when we created Stardust, it started life as a video reaction app. So if you wanted to talk about Game of Thrones, you recorded a video of yourself like, oh my God, I can't believe that that just happened or, you know, what's going to happen next week? Since then, we've actually broadened it out a lot. So, it, you know, you can talk about things with text comments, you can read articles about the episode, um, you can rate things, you can get recommendations of what to, what to watch next. So it's progressed quite a bit since it was just the video reactions. So when talking about creating these communities, um, have you considered not only from the marketing perspective in terms of connecting marketers with audiences, but also creating a sort of experience for customers themselves? Have you seen that as this has developed over time? Uh, what sort of experience do you mean? Well, is it like a customer journey? Is it like, is it something that fans can really connect to? Mm. Like, what's the sort of process? Do you have this community of people who are getting involved in mm. a in a show, This Is Us, or a movie, um, or anything else? So. Do you feel that that's creating an experience that they really enjoy in a sort of like journey that makes them want to watch the movie more or connects them to other sorts of similar kind of experiences? Or is it just really more like a fan base at mm. this point? Yeah, great question. And I guess probably the first thing I'll say is that the users we do have on the app are very, very passionate about Stardust and um and it, as a place for them to discuss their love of the shows and movies that they're watching. So, so yeah, I think people really do see something different in it than, than other platforms out there. Um, on your other question, yes, we, we have built the journey, the, the, I guess the user journey, to be 
all about um, giving people an opportunity to indicate which titles they're interested in, from which entertainment titles, movies and shows, and then customizing their experience of the app to be based around those titles. So, like if you really love Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad and The Matrix, then you're going to see content of people discussing those and trailers of related movies and articles about that stuff. If I really like The Bachelor and The Masked Singer and Dancing with the Stars, then my experience is going to be completely different to yours because it's going to be all about those. So it's basically a really great way for, for people to customize their own experience as opposed to just sort of feeling bombarded with like anything and hoping to see what sticks. Yeah, it's really about making it um, a place that is for your love of entertainment, whatever type of entertainment that might be. So how do you monetize this? Like, do you have ads? Like, how do you make this into a sustainable thriving business? So right now we're pre-revenue, so we're not monetizing it currently. Okay. Um, We're focused on user growth. We're at about 100,000 users now and and on a big push to expand that. But yeah, the, the monetization plan is really in line with helping to deliver on that challenge that entertainment marketers have of connecting their releases with an audience that will want to watch the title once they know about it. And so um, building into the user experience recommendations of movies and shows that they might not have otherwise heard about that they actually really would want to watch and and helping make marketing more efficient and more cost effective. So do you think it's also going to be selling an experience as well, almost like an exclusive VIP room or a green room where you invite fans to talk to other fans and kind of tune out the noise of other sort of internet platforms? Like a physical experience, you mean? Well, not necessarily, but you know how when you are looking for any specific product or service, mm-hmm. it, there's always a, a filtering process that starts. Mm-hmm. So do you think by with Stardust, that can already be like a premium, like, hey, like, you can come to this space where, like, it's all, like, people who are really passionate and, like, have this experience. Is that part of your... Um, is that part of your business model as well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then one of the most powerful things for users that makes it really compelling is that they can discover new content to watch in a way that they're not being bombarded with you know, hundreds of recommendations on Netflix or stuff that maybe they'll like, maybe they won't. We've built a tool using really great technology that takes into account all of your favorites and what you love, what you don't like, what you kind of like, and it models that out against other people who have similar preferences. And we give you a small set every week of really strong recommendations of things that we know that you're going to really love if you watch them. And um, that's really powerful because you know people don't want to be overwhelmed with 100 things. They want to see a few things and know that whichever one they choose, they're going to love it. Yeah, definitely. It's always a really disappointing experience when you really want to settle in and watch Netflix or Amazon Prime and you just have these recommendations and recommendations and you have to scroll endlessly. And you get overwhelmed by choice and so you end up watching some cooking show and falling asleep and being like, I just wasted three hours of my life. That you're not going to get. (laughs) So when I was was doing my research and I was talking to um, one of your colleagues, you know, what I asked her was, why just not do this in social media and it's free? Mm-hmm. Why not congregate it on a hashtag, right? Because there are plenty of conversations that go on mm-hmm. on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you know, TikTok. 
you know, now is, is a great video app. It's very popular and yeah. is, is a way for people to communicate. So, you know, what specifically about startups um, is so special that these other free social media platforms don't offer? Yeah. And, and to be sure, people do use those platforms to talk about entertainment. I think what Stardust offers is, because it's specialized around entertainment, we can offer specialized features that support that. And so, for example, you know, if you talk about Game of Thrones, we don't just have like one Game of Thrones page. We have like each episode has a page where you can discuss it, and um, and it will have articles relevant to that episode tagged to it, and it won't have spoilers for episodes you haven't watched yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a whole ton of like really specific features you can add when you've built the whole experience specifically to movies and TV shows. Was there something that you, when you were thinking about creating this business? an industry that we're looking to disrupt because a lot of time like the big buzzword especially around startups and CEOs is they're disrupting so was there anything in particular you wanted to disrupt because it sounds like you found a niche and like a specific need but was there anything that you're looking to do totally differently mm-hmm. yeah look it is a niche when it, as in terms of social networks but I think it's potentially a very big niche mm-hmm. because the the potential audience is people who love movies and TV shows which is a lot of people right um and in terms of disruption, I feel like that word's kind of like been through the ringer a bit, and it's it not necessarily a positive thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you know, if people are using our platform to discuss their love of movies and TV shows, it's probably not killing any other business that's out there, but it's probably taking a slice out of some other social media networks where they might spend their time, and hopefully making it. Um, positive and more relevant and more enjoyable experience for them. So, you know, what's your vision for Stardust in the future? We talked about your Mm pre-revenue, so you're going to monetize it pretty quickly. Um, You've also said that this is a pretty big niche because the group of people who really like movies and TV shows is an awful lot of people. I know very few people who don't like movies and TV shows. So as, as this continues to grow and this becomes, you know, a really kind of specialized sort of space that's also very inclusive, like how do you see that growing over the next three to five years or so? Uh, how do I see it growing in terms of uh, like how it evolves as a platform? How it evolves as a platform, mm-hmm. how the user journey could continue to evolve, mm-hmm. um, you know, what, you know, you, you can't predict the future, but you can definitely sort of get a sense of where, you know, you could be going in the next three to five years. Yeah. One of the challenges in building a, a social platform is um, that you, you know as you grow you get different types of people and strong opinions on there and you need to build it in a way where people can connect with the things that they want to connect with but not get turned off by the, the things they don't want to see and hear and so um, continuing to sort of like customize the experience based on entertainment tastes um, will be important but also you know as we expand to focus on other countries then we will have to do things like cater to um, movies and releases from those countries, the release schedules for American movies in those places at which streaming platforms are supported, uh, foreign languages, and, and allowing people to discuss it in their language without it then seeming like a, an alien experience to somebody that's using it in a different language. Those are the kinds of things that we'll need to um, implement as we go forward and scale. So how do you think this will you know, continue to work alongside marketers in the entertainment industry. When we started this conversation, mm-hmm. we talked about how 
they were having trouble connecting to audiences. Mm -hmm. So as this continues to go forward, how do you think this will help, you know, those marketers in the entertainment industry? Oh, I think it's going to be massively beneficial to them. Um, and so we've, we've done some kind of like pilot partnerships with some of the studios and experimented with a few things. Um, and we have, you know, some, some great things in the pipeline really for it to actually move the needle in terms of like releasing a movie or releasing a show, we need to have um, certainly millions, probably tens of millions of users on there in order to then be of sufficient scale for it to actually shake things up. Um, once we get there though, I think if they can say we're, you know, we're releasing this new niche movie um, which is about cowboys that get taken into space something like super niche but then if they can come to us and say well can you help us put the trailer for this in front of the 300,000 people that are most likely to be interested in this movie then that's going to be the most efficient way of, of them getting that in front of the right people than if they do it in any other traditional marketing way like putting up a billboard or a cable TV ad that kind of thing yeah, that definitely makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. um, anything else? Closing thoughts about Stardust and marketing user experience before we sign off? Uh, it's been really great to be here and really great questions, so I appreciate that. All right, thank you so much. That was Derek Forbes, founder and CEO of Stardust, um, looking for ways for fans to connect to their favorite movies and TV shows. I'm your host, Marjorie Remind Sanabria. Thank you so much for listening to DMN's one-on-one -on -one podcast. Until next time. <laughs>